How did you happen to get in here? I ran here. You scared the daylights out of me last night. Seems like the truth shouldn't scare anybody, man or boy. everyone and welcome to episode number 347 of when it was cool dark i'm your host carl stern thanks a lot for joining me this show is produced and distributed by when it was cool.com and can be heard at when it was cool.com figure four online.com dark matter digital network and anywhere you would expect a major podcast to be such as uh, apple itunes google play spotify amazon wherever you're listening to podcasts there we are, and we're deep into a series called 100 of the Darkest Moments in Pop Culture History. I know this hasn't exactly been an uplifting series, but uh, there's been a lot of death and, and tragedy here. But I hope you will remember some of the people uh, we've talked about and, and appreciate their art, those who left us too soon, perhaps, uh, their music, their movies, their uh, sports, uh, whatever genre of popular cu- culture they were involved in, I w- hope you can, uh, by hearing these shows, remember them and appreciate them and are, are grateful for them. Today's a little bit different. we talk talking about somebody that we need to forget and uh, a show, quite frankly, that was rather forgettable. Seventh Heaven. Okay, this some of you immediately when you heard the name of that show went, ugh. And some of you went, I have no idea what that is. And others may only have a fleeting recollection. It was the show won a lot of awards, a whole lot of awards. It was the most uh, longest running show on the CW network. Remember them? Uh, actually, when uh, WB shut down, it, it had its a merger with UPN uh, to form uh, the CW network and you know let's face it we're not talking about abc nbc or cbs here or even fox we're talking about a a tear down you know if you remember the upn network and whatever well that's the cw you know not exactly the highest budget of all those but they had a lot of good shows on over the years i mean there were a lot of quality stuff on on the cw but uh seventh heaven was a show on the CW, that's for sure. Very moralistic show. I mean, it was a Christian-based show. Uh, you know, my I come from a family that was very religious, and uh, this would be a show that would have been playing in their house regularly. For those of you my age group, if you think back to your growing up times, think about shows like Highway to Heaven, Michael Landon, uh, the Waltons, things like that. In fact, it's 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 even a degree more sugary than than those shows. Always had a moral message of some sort, something like that. And uh, there's there's a problem though, <laughs> a big problem. It didn't land on the uh, the list of the uh, of the uh, 100 darkest moments in pop culture history because it was a good quality moralistic show. Uh, no, no, it landed here for a reason, and we're going to talk about that reason today. We're going to talk about who we should be uh, forgetting. Uh, 
One, uh, a few actually well-known actors and actresses made appearances on the shows where Jessica Biel kind of became famous from this show to begin with, kind of launched uh, her career. There were others who you've seen in various di- different places. As a show that ran for 10 seasons, a lot of different people were on here. Now, this was one of those uh, spelling-produced uh, shows, uh, you know, uh, uh, Aaron Spelling Productions. Think about all those shows over the years, and, and this is one of them. Seventh Heaven is an American family drama television series created and produced by Brenda Hampton. The series debuted August 26, 1996 on the WB, where it aired for 10 seasons, making it the longest-running series in the history of the network. Following the shutdown of the WB and its merger with UPN to form the CW, the uh, series aired on the new network on September 25, 2006, for its 11th and final season, airing its final episode May 13, 2007, Seventh Heaven was the last series to be produced by Spelling Television uh, before it was shut down and became an in-name-only unit of CBS Television. The uh, premise of this show follows Reverend Eric Camden, remember that name, a Protestant minister living in the fictional town of Glen Oak, California, and his wife Annie as they deal with the drama of raising seven children ranging in age from babies to adults with families of their own. Now that sounds all boring. I mean, uh, uh, you know, interesting and uh, not given to a lot of controversy, but as we've seen, controversies are coming. Just hang in there. The, uh, the Parents Television Council, which is a very, very well-known uh, group of uh, hypocrites of, of, uh, of uh, TV uh, control people. Um, you know, they're the ones that tell you what you what you should like and what you shouldn't. Shouldn't be watching no sinning on TV, the, uh, you sinners. The Parents Television Council often cited Seventh Heaven among the top ten most family-friendly shows. Well, until Satan shows up. The uh, show was praised for its positive portrayal of a cleric and his, and for promoting honesty, respect, and parental authority and the importance of a strong family and good education through its storylines. Now, nowhere in there did it, uh, did it stress the importance of, I, you know, I don't know, mm, well, we'll get to that. I'm, I'm having a hard time here because, buddy, this guy, mm, this guy, Creepo City, it's coming. Just hang on. We're coming for Reverend Camden. Just hold on there. The, and the and the PTC, by the way, could just kiss it because much like the, uh, the uh, comic code authority, it was made up of a bunch of prudes who probably – in, you know, real life, you know, had issues of their own. But, buddy, they were all about telling you what you could see on TV. I, I wonder if PTC even exists today. I, you know, I imagine they probably do. I imagine they probably have zero influence in anything. But I don't even want to know. Like, I got a link right here. I can click and find this out. I don't even want to know. Don't even want to care. Don't even want to give them a, a minute of 
any sort of publicity here. It was proclaimed the best show in 1998-1999 by the before-mentioned PTC. The council also explained Seventh Heaven manages to promote moral solutions to tough issues facing teenagers without seeming preachy or heavy-handed. Boy, is that not true. Additionally, unlike most TV series, you bunch of sinners, Seventh Heaven shows the consequences of reckless and irresponsible behavior. I don't recall if they ever had one on like um, trying to uh, pick up underage children for immoral purposes. Oh, but we'll get to that, won't we? It was also noted that, quote, while addressing topics such as premarital sex and peer pressure, these parents, Annie and Eric, are eager to provide, provide wise counsel with love and understanding. You're going to hate this guy by the time we're done. However, other critics feel differently about the show, hmm. citing Seventh Heaven as, quote, arguably one of the worst long-running shows on television. Reasons given include heavy-handed moralizing, Christian propaganda, and depiction of a caricature of a real family that is, quote, so clean it is obscene. Yes, this family didn't seem to have many real tough problems. Some criticize the predictable plot lines of each episode that follow always the same pattern. One of the Camden family has a problem or secret, some sort of Three's Company-esque misunderstanding ensues as a result of that problem or secret. A confrontation or intervention takes place, usually involving a mini-sermon by one of the Camden parents. And whoever stands at the center of the drama eventually figures out how to, quote, do the right thing. <laughs> oh, this show. By the way, you'll have a hard time finding it streaming for reasons that will become apparent soon enough. On top of this, implausible scenarios are seen to be regularly included, such as the daughter Mary's absence from the show for several seasons being scarcely explained, with the character being busy, wayward, or in New York. And uh, who was uh, who was daughter Mary, by the way? Well, daughter Mary was played by Jessica Biel. And why wasn't she on there very much? Well, because she was deemed too sexy by the show. I kid you not. I'm not even joking. Deemed a little bit too too naughty for, for teenage eyes. You know, she was in some movies that might have suggested that, uh, you know, she was uh, not living up to the standards of the Camden household here. Well, well, well. Judge ye and be not judged is coming up. Spoiler alert. According to one critic, the sappiness and sanctimony of the characters often made the moral lessons impossible to swallow. Also, the show is said to show an obsession with premarital sex. In this regard, the parents and the oldest son, Matt, sometimes depict a sense of ownership of the sexuality of their daughters, Lucy and Mary by threatening potential romantic interest or negotiating their daughter's romantic rights. Now, that's a, that's a woke, modern-day, left-wing way of explaining 
They were overbearing, these parents were. And we're going to find out one of them's a mega hypocrite. So Alexa just chimed in. Even, even, even she is offended by this. Now, the, uh, the show did good ratings, shockingly enough. I imagine this was watched probably at Sunday evening church services and various youth groups and so forth like that. Probably made up the bulk of this. It did have a primetime Monday time slot for most of its run. And it was the most watched TV show ever on WB, which I guess says a lot about WB. It holds the record for WB's most watched hour at 12.5 million viewers on February 8, 1999. 19 of the WB's 20 most watched hours were from 7th Heaven. And on May 8, 2006, it was watched by 7.56 million viewers, the highest rating for the WB since January 2005. When the show moved to CW, ratings dropped. Possible reasons for the decline include an aired Countdown to Goodbye ad campaign that lasted six months, which promoted it as the final season ever, though the CW announced the series' unexpected renewal. It didn't promote the new season strongly by way of billboards, bus stops, magazines, churches, so on and so forth. Lastly, the network moved 7th Heaven from its long-established Monday night slot to Sunday nights, causing ratings to drop further. Yes, most of its viewers were in church at that time. So why are we here? Before I drop the bombshell, this was a very award-winning show. It won an Emmy Award, 1997 Outstanding Art Direction. Well, it was actually nominated. It won the ASCAP Film and Television Music Awards twice in 2000-2001. Family Television Awards, imagine this. Best Drama, 1999 and 2002, won that. It was nominated for multiple Kids' Choice Awards. In 1999, TV Guide said this is the best show you're not watching on TV. It's been nominated for many, many, many Teen Choice Awards, Young Artist Awards, Young Star Awards, and so on and so forth. So why are we here? What's, what's possibly bad to say about this wonderful, wonderful TV show? Oh, and it ain't. It ain't the promiscuity, allegedly, of one um, Jessica Biel. Oh, no. We're going to talk about Stephen Collins, who plays Eric Camden. And so before our break, who is Eric Camden as the portrayed by the TV series? And let's see how it stacks up against real-life sub-human uh, <coughs> being. Stephen Collins. Reverend Eric Camden was raised in Bingham, New York by his parents, Colonel John Camden and Ruth Lynch. Based on the episode Halloween in season one, it appears that Eric was born in 1954, which would put him around 42 years old during the, uh, the, the start of the series. According to the episode 100 in season five, his birthday is in January. Eric attended college for five years and graduated from Cobell Seminary. Shortly thereafter, he married and began a family with Annie Jackson. He has one sister, Julie Camden Hastings, who ends up marrying a doctor, of course, that delivered Eric and Anne's oldest son, Matt, as well as the youngest, Sam and David, and their, their children. 
After his heart bypass operation, he decides to leave the ministry and even stopped attending church. <gasps> but, of course, he renews his faith and returns to church in time to marry Kevin and Lucy near the end of season seven. He had three heart problems from season four, seven, and 11 and survived. You know, you got to give a, a, make him a sympathetic character. But enter the real person, Stephen Collins. Born October 1st, 1947, at the time we're recording this, the tail end of 2022. He has just turned 75 years old back in October. He's an elderly man now. He is a former actor and writer. And you might say, well, that's because he's an old man. Oh, contrary. He got formered before all that. He is known for playing Eric Camden on the television series Seventh Heaven from 1996 to 2007. Afterwards, Collins played the roles of Dayton King on the ABC television series No Ordinary Family and Gene Porter in the television series Revolution. He's the father of Elizabeth Mitchell's character, Rachel Matheson. Before Seventh Heaven, Collins was known for his role as Commander William Decker, in the 1979 film Star Trek The Motion Picture. Yes, if you remember him from anything, probably that. From Star Trek The Motion Picture, he was Commander William Decker. He was also in the television series Tales of the Gold Monkey. Well, this sounds like a fine fellow. Wait a minute, there's another paragraph. His career ended in 2014. The year he confessed to sexual misconduct against multiple minors. Insert record scratch here. Excuse me, please. Let's don't talk negatively. Speaking of winners, surprise, surprise, whenitwascool.com is your home for retro pop culture articles and podcasts. To all our patron supporters, this is for you, Fannie Mae. Solid gold just like you and me. Family friendly and fun. Whenitwascool.com Well, 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 Reverend Camden. Is this a familiar tale? <sighs> the website, thethings.com, asks the question, or makes the statement rather, here's what the disgraced dad from 7th Heaven, Stephen Collins, is doing now. Stephen Collins, this was written, by the way, in 2022, so... Earlier this, in fact, just a few months ago, Matthew Thomas penned this article. Here's what he's doing. Stephen Collins has avoided the harsh glare of the spotlight ever since he was publicly shamed after accusations were made against him. Well, it's more than accusations. He confessed to doing these things. As a matter of fact, what things was he doing? What precisely are we talking about? Well, in October of 2014, the New York City Police Department began investigating Stephen Collins after an audio tape leaked to the media revealing a male voice purported to be that of Collins admitting to past sexual abuse of a minor, 17 years old, right? Age of consent, 16 in most states. Uh, yeah, this is not good, but oh, oh, wait a minute, under the age of 14. 
A Los Angeles Police Department spokesperson said that Collins had been investigated by the department in 2012 after receiving a claim from 40 years earlier regarding sexual abuse. The Los Angeles Police Department further stated that its investigation did not allow it to substantiate the allegation against Collins. However, in a December 2014 interview with People Magazine, Collins admitted he committed, quote, inappropriate sexual conduct with three female minors. Those years were 1973, 1982, and as recently as 1994. Returning to the thethings.com article by Matthew Thomas, written in November 2022. From 1996 until 2007, it was widely agreed upon that Seventh Heaven was one of the most family-friendly television shows. Based on the family of a Protestant minister, Seventh Heaven tackled a lot of difficult subjects through the prism of religion, which is why many parents felt safe letting their kids watch it. To the surprise of many, the show has wound up being the subject of controversy over the years. For a long time, a lot of people thought of Seventh Heaven as the show that launched Jessica Biel's career due to everything she accomplished after leaving the series. For that reason, it's amazing to think that Jessica was once wrapped up in a controversy based around a photo shoot she took part in, and many people think that resulted in Bill leaving Seventh Heaven. Unfortunately, however, Seventh Heaven star Stephen Collins was embroiled in a much more serious controversy, which led to him being disgraced. It has been years since Collins has been a successful actor and that has left many people wondering what he is doing now. Almost everyone in Stephen Collins' life cut ties with him following the allegations that brought against him, including, including a rather previous co-stars. Since Seventh Heaven was such a staple in many American homes through the 90s and 2000s, there have been talks about a reunion. Catherine Hicks, who starred as Anne, his wife, even made, a, made the statement that she would love to come back for an episode so long as Stephen's character is killed off. Was Stephen Collins charged with a crime? Well, thanks to the tabloids and websites that track celebrity relationship drama, it is clear that some stars have gone through incredibly expensive divorces. When it comes to Stephen Collins, the end of his second marriage played a small role in him losing his career and his good reputation. The reason for that is Collins' ex-wife, Faye Grant, recorded a therapy session that she was in with him without his knowledge, and he admitted to doing atrocious things on that tape. Once the public learned that Stephen Collins admitted to doing one of the worst things anyone could in a recording, the actor spoke to People in 2014. During that interview, Collins admitted to a history of sexual abuse involving underage girls that stemmed from 1973 to 1994. Without going into too much detail about what Collins admitted he did to his three victims, he said that he touched one of them and exposed himself to two others. After Stephen Collins confessed to his history of abusing underage girls on camera, one of his victims came forward to talk about his conduct. In 2015, 
and I'm th- this article names the person I'm not going to name the person uh, spoke to the Daily Mail and revealed that when she was only get ready for it 13 years old Collins exposed himself to her on three separate occasions since he claimed that he only exposed himself to her once that begs the question even though Collins admitted to terrible things, was his conduct even worse? Whether the world already knows how far Stephen Collins' deplorable conduct went or if there is more that could be revealed, it is clear that he has done monstrous things during his life. For that reason, there's no doubt that Collins' legacy will forever be tarnished and people will never look at the show Seventh Heaven in the same light again. What is Stephen Collins doing now at 75 years of age, um, excluded from acting, his family is broken, and you know, I'm sure he's probably not loving life, huh? Lucky he's not in prison. Well, what is he doing? When the world learned the truth about the horrendous things that Collins had done during his life, it became crystal clear that his acting career was over. Amazingly enough, however, even though Collins confessed to committing revolting crimes on camera, he never suffered any legal consequences for his deplorable acts. Once it became clear that Stephen Collins' life, as he previously knew it was over, he had to find something to do with the rest of his time here on Earth. As it turns out, Collins has moved far away from Hollywood, has a new wife, and he looks different enough that many of his former fans may not recognize him when he goes out in public. Unsurprisingly, Stephen Collins has avoided the harsh glare of the spotlight ever since he was publicly shamed. As a result, the last update that is available about what Collins is doing stems from a 2019 Daily Mail report. That said, there is no indication that Collins' life has undergone any notable changes since that report was published. After the end of Collins' second marriage and career, he relocated to Fairfield, Iowa, and uh, walked down the aisle for a third time. Said to have married a superfan named Jenny Nagal, who is roughly four decades younger than him. Do we recognize patterns? Hmm. Collins and his wife have started a new life together. According to the aforementioned Daily Mail report, Collins' new life includes twice-day transcendental meditation sessions. It is also notable that Collins was caught on camera sporting a goatee that changes the way he looks and was seen dining out with friends and his third wife. That is something else. The um, the website Keller Law Offices uh, has a little. This is a uh, th- this is a, a, a attorney's website. Um, who is actually out there? Believe it or not, I, I bring this up because this website is actually fishing for people who have been charged with child molestation if you need a criminal defense attorney in Minnesota. 
This could be an episode of Seventh Heaven. Let's see what they have to say. Hmm? Allegations of child molestation came to light for actor Stephen Collins. He admitted to molesting a minor in sexual misconduct with three girls. He claims he has, quote, exhibitionist urges and, quote, boundary issues. In 1973, he was 25 years old and the girl was 10 when he, I'm not going to say what he done. He also admitted to exposing himself to two teenage girls in the 80s and 90s. The girls were 12 and 13 years old. He is, uh, this this must have been written back at about the time that uh, all this was going down. Uh, It says he is currently being investigated by the police on child molestation charges. So I think this is probably old hat here. Collins claims he is not sexually attracted to children or young boys. Yet there seems to be some perhaps evidence to the contrary. He is currently seeking treatment and is in the middle of a divorce. So yes, this is older. His TV show is no longer playing on television and his role in the film Ted 2 has been cut. A recording leaked where Collins admitted the misconduct. The statute of limitations will bar Collins from being arrested and charged with child molestation. In Minnesota, the statute of limitations under Minnesota statute 628.26 for criminal sexual misconduct in the first, second, or third, or fourth degree where the victim was under 18 is within nine years. And I think that's probably changed now. It has changed in most states, but at the time that may very well have been true, which might explain why he never uh, faced any uh, any actual criminal charges for this. This is just, I mean, this is just a nauseating story. It is once again a and look, I'm I'm the last person in the world to encourage people to you know, be judgmental toward those people of faith. You know, there we see so many stories in the media about, you know, uh, uh, reverends and ministers doing terrible things. But that's the minority, and that is the truth that that is the minority. Uh, no different than so many other uh, cultures, jobs, and people getting uh, cast in some negative light just simply because they are whatever, you know, the the negative news cycle uh, has up there. But if you are going to stand there and and take a role such as that of Reverend Camden on a TV show that literally the central focus of is promoting moral family values, you are probably and rightfully should be held to a higher standard. And uh, Stephen was not the uh, show seventh heaven again you know i've, I've kind of laughed a little bit about it here but I, I thought the show was absolutely dreadful i mean i i thought it was <laughs> honest to goodness almost boring shows i've ever watched in my life but stephen collins for many 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 people 
who were honestly trying to do the right thing. Fans of the show, watching this show, uh, you know, because it promoted good family values, deserved better than what they got from Stephen Collins, from Reverend Eric Camden. And that is why the series Seventh Heaven is on our list of 100 of the darkest moments in pop culture history. Stephen Collins, you've let us all down. You have, we are disappointed in you. You managed to escape without criminal charges, <laughs> such as such as the way the law works sometimes. But we can all use you as a cautionary tale. Uh, someone of, of, of that moral character should not have been so high-minded to take such a role as this to begin with. And uh, this story's just icky, icky, icky all the way around. Well, thank you all for listening. Let's try to avoid Seventh Heaven. I think, first of all, you'll have a difficult time finding it to begin with. Uh, let's all avoid Reverend Eric Camden types in the future, if at all possible. And uh, let's, uh, let's hope one Mr. Uh, Stephen Collins in, in, in some way has... Uh, at least made himself a better human being. It's uh, doubtful that he, uh, well, I don't see any way to, you can't make up for what you've done. That's what I'm trying to say here. It's uh, too far, too much. <coughs> but, uh, wow, what a show. Seventh Heaven. All right. Thank you very much for listening. This has been a Dragon King Dark. Also, when it was cool, dark. The show was produced uh, has two different names depending on where you're viewing it from when it was cool.com our home websites when it was cool dark hope you'll check out our other shows listen if you could do me a favor here we can all just kind of shake the ick off of us for a minute go to your favorite podcasting app where are you listening to this show from is it itunes uh, spotify apple Podcasts, wherever if you could go to their search engine and just type in the name when it was cool you're going to bring up not only this show but our other two free shows as well when it was cool pop culture and when it was cool wrestling if you would subscribe to all three of those free shows well, i'd love it if you'd leave us a rate and review the show that would be wonderful and uh if you like what we're doing if you like retro pop culture if you're a fan of professional wrestling history 2023 is going to be the year for you, and we're kicking it off with a bang. Look for some big stuff happening starting January 1st, 2023, under the When It Was Cool Wrestling banner. Uh, subscribe to our shows. Check it out. Uh, if you want a deeper dive, join our Patreon. That is what funds all this. Without our Patreon supporters, you would not hear any of these shows and we're very grateful to them. 2,000 show, over 2,000 shows in our archive right now, so you're going to have instant access to a bunch of stuff. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for joining us here on When It Was Cool Dark, and I'll see you here again soon with another show. When It Was Cool is your home for retro pop culture fun. We feature hundreds of podcasts on classic TV shows, movies, retro sports, toys, history, music, wrestling, and more tons of free podcasts, and hit any Patreon button for a deeper dive into our premium shows. When it was cool.com, fun and friendly.